0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: This episode is brought to you by Ritual. You guys know I'm a human guinea pig, and I'm still here taking Ritual and loving it, okay? It's filled with iron, vitamin E, magnesium, folate, and omega-3 kind of everything. It's made in the USA without synthetic fillers. 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis, so Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients women lack most. Go to ritual.com skinny today to choose clean ingredients backed by science. Sign up now at ritual.com skinny. This episode is brought to you by Pelotone. So what is the Pelotone tread? The New York Times says the Pelotone tread is like having a personal trainer come to your house whenever you'd like. Now, this is saving time, which you know I'm very much about. Peloton's offering all Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners, a limited time offer. Go to onepeloton.com and use code SKINNY to get $100 off accessories with the purchase of a tread. Again, that's onepeloton.com and use code SKINNY for $100 off.
3: I was just a girl from Arizona that didn't have any ins in the fashion industry, and I was willing to do whatever it took to make it. And so, Queens, you know, in a tiny house and taking the bus in every morning is what it took. And I've never been afraid to, like, ask for help and reach out and ask questions. And I think it's just about rolling up your sleeves and being willing to do any job, no matter how big or small.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to The Him and Him Show.
2: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back.
0: That clip was from our guest of the show today, Katanita. Taylor, how are we doing? Take us into the episode. Well,
2: today, this episode's quite interesting because, unfortunately, I happen to eat a specific meal and I don't want to... Give it away. but a you have to A
1: specific to it. meal? It's about as specific as you can get. Oh, look who
2: decided to join
0: us. Well,
1: nothing like being in a room that's like Harry Potter's underground closet and eating the most, like, I mean, listen, I love what you were eating, but, like, I wouldn't eat it in a room with 10 people in it. Listen, that's I want to co- tell everybody inch. something.
0: I want to tell everybody something. Lauren's trying to put a nice soft veneer here. She just threw a coaster at me. A little grumpy. <laughs> um, that's why I didn't know if she was going to be on the him and her showdown. That was just going to be me and Taylor. Uh, she's trying to act like everything's fine, guys. It's not fine. If anything happens to me, please call in. We have the hotline. Let everybody know. Let let the authorities know. It was Lauren. If anything happens to me.
1: Okay, you annoyed me though today, Michael. Sometimes Michael like gets on my nerves, and so I have to throw a coaster. Listen,
0: space. we're for equal rights here at Dear Media, and oh. um, if I you, you can't throw coasters at me, I can't throw coasters at you. <clears throat> i my mean, literally had to clear the throat there. I got a little nervous. I thought you were going to throw another one.
1: I've you- got a good
2: question here. <sighs> yep. Just on this topic of someone disappearing, my or Lauren, if you were going to kill Michael, how would you do it?
1: I would do it in the most craftiest, strategic way. And I wouldn't be telling you on air how I would do it. That's step number one.
2: Ad- admission of guilt right here. No. Like, go back to the recording. Go, Taylor. Yes, good. Put put
0: her in the position so that it, you know we got to build the evidence.
1: I would never kill him. No, Michael was annoying me today. And so when he does his fake cough and his fake... Like you, you guys just heard it. You have to like you heard what I have to deal with. I can't listen.
0: Anyone would get nervous with an angry wife throwing things across the room, okay. throwing coasters, Violent You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to resort to violence. Taylor,
1: line. whose side would you take, mine or Michael's? I
2: Taylor. would just very calmly exit the building.
1: Taylor, Taylor, are you kidding? Out the back whose door.
0: Signature is on the paycheck. Taylor.
1: Ew, Taylor, really?
2: I've got no opinion in this race. I've yeah, got no exactly horse in this right. race. No,
0: the horse is... I'm the horse. I'm your fucking horse. <laughs> oh, my all
1: God. Right. I'm going to go projectile on myself.
0: Um, um, All right, guys. We got another... It could be our last show. Who knows if things keep going this way. All right. But we do got a good show today.
1: Okay. So let me introduce Kat Tanita. She's one of the most established fashion and travel influencers in the world. While working in the fashion industry, Kat began blogging as a creative outlet, sharing her personal style, beauty, and travel musings on with love from Kat. I'm sure you guys have heard of her. She's a major influencer. She's on Instagram And we really picked her brain. We talked about morning routines. We talked about calendars, entrepreneurship, and how she's grown her business. So this is a fun one. Before we get into the interview, I have a question on air. Are you going to go to lunch with me today?
0: I don't think so. I think today is a skip the lunch day. Why? No, I think it's over.
1: Why? I think my personality could make a change.
0: I think it's over. Maybe that's why, because you haven't had any food today.
1: I did. I ate some apricot Greek yogurt, your favorite. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I think lunch is a pass. It's a pass. It's a pass.
1: All right, guys. Let's get into this episode. It's a good one. Lots of value. Ready? Meat cat. Before we dive into that, let's talk about your socks. There's nothing better than a cute pair of socks. But you know what is kind of better? Is comfortable socks. I'm all about comfort, especially when I'm working out. I want something that's super soft. I want natural cotton, and I want something especially with an arch support because I have plantar fasciitis from bartending and I need something that supports my arch. I also would love a seamless toe and a cushioned footbed. You know, that's not too much to ask. I don't ask for much. And that is why I am obsessed with Bomba socks. I have been wearing these socks, like you can check it out on the Skinny Confidential for like five years. I wrote a post on these socks so long ago. So I'm so excited that they are now a partner of the podcast. They have tons of colors, I like the pink and the black, obviously. Patterns, lengths, and styles. And Bombas look good at the gym, the office. If you want to be twins, then I would recommend looking at the Woman's Solid Ankle Sock 4-Pack. The ankle, like this sounds weird, but like the top of the sock lays perfectly on the ankle. And the one I like, it comes in a 4-Pack and it has like a lavender, there's a teal one, there's kind of like a corally pink one and then a black one. So it gives you four options. They're comfortable. Like I said, they have arch support, and they come in sort of pastels and then a black. Here's the fun part. For every Bombas purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. This was like a huge thing for us, and we thought this was so cool, so you get comfortable, cute, Arch supported socks, and then someone else gets them. So that's a win-win for everyone. Buy your Bombas at bombas.com slash skinny today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash skinny for 20% off. Bombas.com slash skinny. And definitely check out the women's solids ankle sock pack. It's a good one.
0: This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her.
1: Are you cooking curry back there, Taylor? What yeah, the, fuck's what the fuck is that smell? It smells like turmeric curry. It does kind of smell
0: Himalayan like It's Himalayan food. Curry. You have Himalayan food? It always
1: like some weird flavor with you. <laughs>
0: Listen, we try to be professional in here. We bring a guest like Kat on the show and then you're back there eating Indian curry or whatever. <laughs> guys,
3: it makes me feel more at home because New York is all the smells. <laughs> uh, there's all the smells in here. <laughs>
0: this is, I got to say, this is a new one though. Taylor's <laughs> done some things on this show that have irritated me over the years, but having curry in the studio in this enclosed space with a guest, this, this is a whole new this level. This is amazing. Wait, you,
1: guys, you like pack is... curry in Tupperware? Like what's happening?
2: The delivery got here late.
1: <laughs> you can't even you can't. Keep a straight face. Do
0: you know how unprofessional and fuck this is Before that we're we eating? Start. There's curry in here in the studio when I'm trying to conduct a professional it's, interview.
1: It's it's so wrong, Taylor. Because last time you brought Hawaiian <laughs> jalapeno butthole potato chips into the studio and you just crunch on them, like it's the smells from you are out of control.
0: They we taste- are reco- we are leaving this in the show by the <laughs> way. I know, I know. It's, it's wrong for that. all the
2: right reasons.
1: <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, keep eating your curry because
3: it. it sounds like you're really working back.
0: How are we supposed to invite professional people on this show and have you eat our producer eating curry in the background?
3: (sighs) Thank God I'm from New York because like literally the smell. The smells are are fine, you guys. Like this is like nothing compared
1: to what New York Taylor has all different kinds of I live in
3: Nolita. You walk out the door and it's just like You know what I'm gonna call Taylor? Nolita. Amazing. (laughs) Well Kat, with that, welcome
0: to the show. if you get hungry during this interview, we got some curry for you.
3: Thank you. I'm really excited Um, for
0: that. So that's I guess that's a new thing for us. (laughs) Anyways, um, let's just jump into it. I mean, we're already, we're already going. Let's do it. Um, for those that are unfamiliar with you and your brand, let's get let's get a little background. Where'd you grow up? Where are you from?
3: Yep. I grew up in Scottsdale, Arizona. My dad actually grew up on a farm in Phoenix, so a really old Japanese farming family. And I went to a small private school, and then I went to ASU for college, um, and I majored in interior design.
0: So rival, what was it, the Sun Devils? Yes, because I was a wildcat back in the day.
3: You were a wildcat, though, literally.
0: <laughs> I was at U of A, and I was surprised because I thought my sister would oh, follow me there, but then she oh, went oh, over there. We
3: are rivals. Okay, you I don't and know Jordan how I feel were about at, that, that in the same sorority. Yes, Jordan and I were both thetas at ASU. We had so much fun. Okay. Best oh, sorority. So you know what do they say about thetas? Classy. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Maybe it's different. I'm just kidding. Well, there's gonna be a whole
1: Jeez. a whole rivalry of
0: thetas. Just what do happened.
1: they say about thetas? They cycle? say
0: they're the best and most wholesome people, and that they have just <gasps> I don't so true. Who knows? Don't worry about our Greek life. Weren't you a Theta?
1: I was a Theta for literally five seconds. You see, we're sisters. Five seconds. I, knew, I don't know if that That's why counts. I knew I loved you. It does. I think, like, <laughs> they told me that I had to pay $800 a semester when I was, like, a broke bartender. And I was like, wait, I have to pay? I didn't understand that. My brain didn't logically understand that. But anyway, that's a whole different story. That's why I started the Skinny Confidential, though.
3: But Greek life's fun in Arizona. It's so fun. And you have to join because there's 60,000 people at that school. So I went from being in a tiny school, tiny middle school, so sheltered. And I was like, whoa, I'm at ASU. I need to make friends somehow. And through the sorority, I did that. So that was great. Yeah, in
0: Tucson, (laughs) people are always surprised when I was in a fraternity. But in Tucson, there's literally... I mean, you've been. There's nothing to do out there but Greek life. I mean, you go to the bar dirtbags, which... It's fine, but it's, you know.
3: Kourtney Kardashian went to U of A.
0: Ditch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what if we went at the same time? Did we, no, she's a little bit older. You
1: didn't. All right. Okay. You were a dirtbag wildcat. <laughs> I was uh, a
3: dirtbag wildcat. Okay.
1: So you are an OG blogger. I feel like you and I started about the same time, like 2010.
3: Yep. So what
1: inspired you to start your blog when you were at ASU?
3: So I put myself through college. I was working as a nanny and I graduated in three and a half years. And that last semester when all my friends were in school, I found myself like really missing the creative outlet that all my interior design classes provided. And I was, you know, watching a three-year-old all day. So I was like, I'm really bored. I need something. And I kind of started finding out about blogs. And at that time, I think Pinterest had come out. So I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. Maybe I'll, I'll start a blog. I'll start a website. So literally that night, I Googled how to start a blog and I bought a domain off GoDaddy, and I made this little shitty graphic and I thought I'm gonna call it With Love from Cat. And I just started. I just started writing. And it was the most amazing outlet for me because I didn't know what I wanted to do after I graduated with that degree. I had internships as well as nannying full-time. And I realized I don't really like the interior design field. Like this isn't, this isn't what I thought it was. I don't want to become one. So I actually didn't know what I was going to do after college. So the blog gave me this nice, like, it was like an in-between time. And it was kind of something I could do on the side to figure out what it was that I actually wanted to do.
1: So how has your blog evolved? Because I remember when I first started following you, when Jordan told me all about you, she raved about you. It was a lot of home. And I was like, I remember actually your apartment in New York, you styled it. It was like a small space, but you styled it like it was this I don't know. It was so chic and cute.
3: Thank you. So when
1: so when did it sort of like go from home into more fashion?
3: So I always knew I wanted to move to New York. That was like my dream my whole life. So right after college, did the blog for like six months while everyone else was still in college. And then that summer, I actually called up a friend who you just met, Jessie. And she was living in New York at the time. And I said, you know, I want to move out there. I don't know. Like, I don't have a job. I don't have any connections. I don't know where to live can you help me out? And she's like, I actually have an extra room. We're living at my mom's old house in Queens. Like if you don't mind living in Queens and commuting in, like just come crash with me. So I thought, perfect. I moved to New York with two suitcases. I didn't have any connections or savings basically. And I just pounded the pavement and I got a job three days later And I started working in the fashion industry, so in the garment district in New York. And that is what kind of inspired me to start sharing more fashion because I was getting so many questions about what are you wearing to work? And I was feeling inspired being in Jason Wu's building and Reem Acker's building and just being in that industry. So it kind of branched from interior design into more fashion and my outfits.
1: And I've watched you from afar and you really have pounded the pavement. Like I've watched your hustle. So can you sort of speak on that? Because I think people don't realize how much you have to pound the pavement to get to where you are.
3: Yes. I mean, I think it's funny. People are like, whoa, I never thought that you lived in Queens like when you first moved to New York. And it's like. I was just a girl from Arizona that didn't have any ins in the fashion industry. And I was willing to do whatever it took to make it. And so Queens, you know, in a tiny house and taking the bus in every morning is what it took. And I've never been afraid to like ask for help and reach out and ask questions. And I think it's just about rolling up your sleeves and being willing to do any job, no matter how big or small and You know, at my first job in New York, I was doing like seven different jobs basically. And I was doing intern stuff as well. And I didn't care because I knew it was experience and I knew it would help me long term. So I think I've never been. I've never felt too good for any position. That's what's helped me get right. It's, where it's I am. so
0: important because a lot of young people listening to this, they, you know, they want sometimes they want the easy path. They think it's gonna be easy. But yeah. the problem is, is when you have that path, then you don't appreciate everything it took to get there or find success. And then it makes it easy for other people to come along and take it from you. Right. Because you get exactly. complacent. You're like, oh, this is easy. This is that's what's happening to a lot of young YouTubers. Right. Like it was, they so had many. a moment and they thought it was, they're going to stay on top forever. And then what happens is the new young people come along and they're getting kicked off the pedestal. And they're like, oh shit, what do I do now? That it's happens like, in yeah, every business. It happens every everybody. Business. The worst thing that, the, like, listen, with, with success comes complacency. And I always tell people like, as soon as you think everything's going well and you're on top and you've made it, that's Percent. exactly I, the time. I like
1: hate when things are going well. Cause I'm like, <laughs> okay, I need to kick my ass into gear. It's like my biggest fear to be complacent. I was yeah.
0: driving down the street a few months ago. And I was like, wow, this is the first time I haven't been that stressed. Everything's going well. And immediately after that, I got <laughs> extremely stressed. I'm like, holy shit. This is when it's actually going to turn to shit, right? Okay, you but think Taylor,
1: it's in in my defense, he's always getting extremely stressed for every reason, right? Like, yeah, he's
2: a b- big ball of stress. He's a big ball of-
0: yeah. And you both of you should thank me for it because it's those <laughs> it's those moments that I'm like, oh, shit, it's time to push harder.
1: So how do you not get complacent? Speaking of complacent, because I think that right now we're seeing this. Michael and I were just talking about it on the way of this interview. We're seeing like the influencer space like there are and in any space that there are people that are getting comfortable at the top, which is mm-hmm. dangerous.
3: Absolutely. Is and there any
1: tips or tricks you have for someone that's getting complacent? It's why Walmart's industry?
0: not Amazon and why Blockbuster's not Netflix and why a lot of these hotel companies aren't Airbnb. It's because they got comfortable on top.
3: Yeah, you. I mean, no, and I, I've definitely gone through that, too. I think a couple years ago, I started to feel like, oh, I'm getting really comfortable here. And then something always knocks you off and, or, you know, every month as a freelancer, Your income's different and you don't know what projects next. So I think it's about just saying yes and being really open minded and taking on a lot more projects than maybe you think you can handle, but just taking them on because you don't know when the next project will come along. So obviously, as long as the brand kind of aligns with your core values and who you are, but I do think it's important to just pile on the work while you can and just say yes and go for it because we don't know how the industry is going to go or change. And we have seen it. Change a lot. I mean, the
0: biggest thing I can hope for people is that they have hard lives. I really mean that because when life's easy, it's when you get bored, complacent, lazy. Mm -hmm. It's when I fully believe that people that work for retirement, I think that's when dementia kicks in, Alzheimer's. I think you can never stop pushing and never stop challenging. Lauren's grandmother lived till almost 90 years old and she was sharp as a whip the entire time because she just never stopped. And I've seen the other side of it where, like, one of my grandmothers, she's passed now, but had an easy path for the last like 20 years of her life and it was. It, it, she just eventually became vegetable and yeah. I think people that's it's not nice to say but it's true she just there was nothing to focus on there was no difficulty
1: How do you mm. structure your day cuz I know as a blogger every day is different
3: Yeah and a lot of people ask me oh how are you so organized I'm like I'm not <laughs> I promise You do seem organized though you do <laughs> Thank you I'm a neat freak but I'm also a creative so you know, I usually get up around seven. I meditate for 20 minutes every single day. I do Vedic meditation, which is very similar to like Vedic? TM. It's like transcendental meditation. And I've been doing it every single day for four years. And it just makes me a better person. It makes me sharper, nicer, just more calm and relaxed. Do you have to
0: take a class on that or do you have to be you coached? You do.
3: Yeah. So I took Ziva meditation and um, she's amazing. Emily, she's a teacher in York, and it's just an eight-hour class over four days, and you're done. And then you just get like an ancient Sanskrit word, and you sit and you close your eyes and you say it over and over. Maybe I should do that next time I'm in New York. It's amazing. Yeah, I actually did it on the way over here. So you can do it in a cab. You can anywhere. What
0: do they teach you in that eight hours?
3: So it's funny because it's such a simple concept. So most people think, oh, meditation. I need to clear my head. I need to clear. I need to stop thinking. But it's impossible for the human brain to stop thinking. And so this. Shows you like you literally let your mind expand and you let your mind run crazy with thoughts. So you're not saying, Oh, stop thinking. You're just, it's like crazy how the word, you focus on the word and you say it over and over and over again. And then you're, you know, your mind does wander, but you come back to the word. And somehow, I guess Harvard did this amazing study on it. It shows that it increases all the like, um, serotonin levels in your brain and it just relaxes you somehow it allows your mind to kind of expand it's a crazy it's it's been amazing for me so i do that every single morning hot water with lemon I have a green juice i've always i've maintained my la health back in new york and then i get going you know on emails or i get ready for shoots for the day i take meetings what's great about being in new york so many brands are in new york um pr showrooms and then I have a sweet green salad at my desk, more emails. you know, Okay, but and- the audience
1: is going to want to know what's in the sweet <laughs> green salad, what's your order?
3: I do a custom salad. Okay. It's half romaine and half the mescaline like spring mix. I do corn, there's zucchini squash mix, chicken, sometimes Parmesan cheese if I need a little something something a little wild. Um, <laughs> going wild. Cucumbers. <laughs> and then I just do olive oil with lemon juice. And no breakfast. You
1: do, Are you doing intermittent fasting? Yeah, okay. I do.
3: And that I've been doing that for a year. And that has changed my life. I'm so much sharper now. Because I've never been a breakfast person, but I would force myself to eat breakfast because people were like, breakfast is so healthy. It slowed me down. It made me have brain fog. So my green juice, I'm not even hungry. That's the thing. I don't feel like I'm starving myself. But once lunch comes around, I'm like ready for like a nourishing. Me on having that protein. one's going to get
0: mad at me for telling this story. You know, like when you give blood and your blood goes to Michael,
3: slow. Uh, so like, oh, stop with the blood. <laughs> I, I can't deal blood. with this. And because
0: I'm intermittent fasting, I filled four <sighs> vials in like oh. 20 seconds. Oh. Boom. And she's asked me, she's like, Are you fasting? It just shot out. Like it okay, sprayed honestly, out.
1: Honestly, I've <laughs> had to hear about these vials for the last two days. I'm so sick of hearing about
0: them. It was incredible, though. I was like, I don't what know is going what this on? has
1: to do with anything.
0: Well, because we're talking about intermittent fasting, and okay, I want everybody to know if you don't like giving blood and you get over with. no one wants
1: to hear about that when I'm drinking my coffee. Coffee. i oh,
2: can right. only imagine the person that's going to get your blood they're going to be having a bad day and they're like okay here comes some super blood yeah and they're it's- gonna it's gonna inject them and they're gonna go <laughs> like like energize their body i don't
0: like.
1: know what's it's gross a- your blood or taylor semen that my, my,
0: <laughs> my veins are spraying br- blood like okay. a fire hose thank you I'm can we get
1: you. back to cats intermittent <laughs> yes, fasting yes. okay <laughs> what other things have you noticed from intermittent fasting have you noticed weight loss have you noticed mm-hmm. i guess you've noticed more energy what else
3: more energy. I'm more focused. Um, I'm just like, I feel happier. Like I feel like when you have food weighing you down, it can cause like brain fog, depression. Like I just feel lighter, um, sharper and I'm able just to get through the day. And you know, when you're shooting, like we often do back to back shoots for brands or different projects or this, that I need to be sharp. I need to be on. And so I don't like to eat really before like a shoot. Cause I just feel sharper. And then once I'm back at my desk sitting, I can like enjoy it. Nice so lunch, so you know? back
1: to your you're eating your salad and then what? I want to know through <laughs> well, Lauren, the day. think
0: about this. Think about how cheap it is to make cereal, right? And if Jimmy Dean's and these cereal companies don't say, hey, you need breakfast every day, like that's all the profit margin. So we've been lied mm-hmm. to. It. I'm telling you, think about it.
3: it. I think it's for sure
0: true. Right? Like you have all the like. Think about how cheap it is to make some Fruit Loops. Like how much does it cost to make that shit? Maybe like a dollar or two per box, maybe less. And then you say breakfast, most important meal of the day. And then boom, everybody's buying that high margin product. For
1: breakfast today, you fucking ate a roast beef sandwich from last night. So let's not be the expert. I, I saw didn't. it on the counter. No,
0: no, no. I got up in the middle of the night and had to buy the. that. Okay, that's, that's, that's even that
1: grosser. Was. Okay, so anyways. So go back to- But I to can you. see why you
0: thought I had that for breakfast. <laughs> I didn't, trust me.
3: So
1: go back to your sitting at your desk with your salad.
3: Yep. And then I'm going, so I'm- Going through emails, you know, we get so many emails. It's insane. Constantly, I'm just saying, unsubscribe me, please, from this mass email. Um, And then I'm looking over contracts, you know, reading the fine print. I like to print out any contract I get and highlight all the hashtags, all the deliverables. If there's some sort of um, clause where it says you can't work with another beauty brand in six months, like I like to really go over those details because you do not want to miss, you know, when we're doing million different projects. You don't want to miss little little details. Um, then I'm choosing photos for a blog post or Instagram content for that week. And then I usually take my dog for a walk. Like I like to go for a little walk in the middle of the day. I go to cha-cha matcha, get a little coconut matcha latte that really gets me going and then come back and I'll either do more emails. Um, if I have to go run out for another meeting or drinks meeting, um, do that and, or I'll hang out with my my boyfriend.
1: <laughs> okay. So is this office off your home office or?
3: Yes. So I have a two bedroom Okay, and I used to have a WeWork space um, about four years ago when I lived in New York because I thought, oh, it'll be healthier for me to get out of my home. But to be honest, I need the things in my home. I, we shoot you so much content. Dog. Yeah. And But it's like, we're shooting in my closet. We're shooting at my vanity. I need 10 million different outfits. So I need to be home. Um, it just didn't make sense. It was kind of a waste of money for me to have an office space.
1: That makes, I mean, that makes total sense. Yeah. Um. So what are some tactics that you use every day? For instance, like I'm a huge believer in Slack and Google Calendar. Um, Are there anything that you, anything, uh, tools that you use that help you sort of conquer and structure your day? Little pause for a hot tip. If you have been listening to the Skinny Confidential Show or consuming Skinny Confidential content and you haven't tried Ritual, you are missing out, okay? This is something that I have been taking every single day for the last year and a half, and I am obsessed. So basically, it's an effective, clean multivitamin. And why I'm very much about this brand is you can go to their site And you can see all the research in front of you. It's very streamlined. It's very simple. It's straight to the point. There's no nasty-ass ingredients in it. If you're an obsessively researched person, Ritual is the one for you. This was designed for women by women. It comes in the cutest bottle ever. You want it on your vanity. Super chic vitamins. And it has nine essential nutrients. These are nutrients that are super difficult to get enough of every day. So even if you have a really healthy diet, it's hard to get these specific nutrients that Ritual has. You can order them online. So it comes straight to your door, which I love. You can order them online, and they come straight to your door. So easy and simple and streamlined. So for around $1 a day, Ritual is delivering everything to your door monthly so you can stay on track with your new healthy habit and get your nine essential nutrients. Also, we definitely are huge vetters of every single advertiser or sponsor that we work with, and Ritual is vegan certified, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten and allergy-free. I mean, like, sign me up. So Vogue talks about it, New York Times, CNN, Forbes. I've seen tons of celebrities talk about this vitamin. This is it. In one single chic Instagrammy pill, you're going to get vitamin E, vegan omega-3, algae, iron, magnesium. I love magnesium. Folate, vitamin K2, and vitamin B12, which I'm obsessed with as well because it gives you energy and it gets rid of fatigue. If you're one of those people that gets nauseous from taking vitamins, have no fear. This is a no-nausea design, and they're gentle on an empty stomach. Guys, try Ritual today because you'll get an exclusive offer for 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com skinny to start your Ritual today. That's 10% off your first three months at ritual.com skinny. I know you guys will fall in love. And with that, let's get back to the show.
3: It's funny because, I mean, I listen to this podcast all the time, and I love hearing what other people do to be really efficient. I Michael feel like, just Michael, up. you're so good at this, and I need to learn. <laughs> well, let's, no, let's I see. really... It
0: depends what you're about to say. I don't well, know.
3: No, He's like, smiling but, so big, like, you can see his roast beef sandwich <laughs> from last night. It's like, slack, I need to get on that train. I'm kind of old-fashioned, actually. So I used to write everything in this little leather calendar. I never did Google Cal, and then I would start missing stuff. And so I do Google Cal. And then if it's for the day, like if I have groceries to do or like flowers I need to pick up for a shoot or specific things, I just write everything out. So I write out my daily to-do list. On what? I like Um, to know on what? Is it a planner? Is it a notebook? It's a cute little, uh, what's that? Sugar paper, LA notebook. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I think there's
0: two categories, right? There's like the stuff you do for personal. Like I still have a little paper to-do list that I do for myself, but I think like stuff like Slack and Google Calendar and Evernote are good for when you have Teams.
3: Camille Styles. Okay. She inspired me. I love her. And She's she great. came over to my house too. She's so sweet. Oh my gosh. And she, her, what she was saying, how she organizes her life. I'm like, okay, when I have kids, I'm going to be copying What was she, she saying? Did. Because I know she said Evernote on our podcast, yeah, but she refresh anyone who's listening. Evernote. It was like Google Cal and she has everything so specifically color coordinated for, okay, this is blog stuff. This is her husband time you know date nights this is the kids this is personal i was like this is amazing i should put in our
1: calendar give michael a blowjob on wednesday nights
3: (laughs) only wednesday nights you better
0: up that you better up that frequency
1: sense how busy have a week it is no i'm gonna camille styles thank you for inspiring me to add I that i will into my have uh,
0: my assistant scheduled
1: taylor <laughs> don't get any ideas Like taylor sliding in says don't forget taylor
0: taylor <laughs> let me tell you something taylor's the worst with with technology and, and organization
1: taylor is and taylor i love you you're good at a lot of things organization is not one of them
2: yeah <laughs> you
1: do you have a mouthful of chicken got, curry
2: got curry back there in i'm it. breaking <laughs> fast right now
1: <laughs> we can smell it
0: Okay. Yeah, it's no, I mean, I think the, the, I love all these systems unless it becomes work. To do the systems, right? right. Like, I myself don't have time to get in there and color code. It's in highlight, but yeah, things I do. are easy. I do.
1: It that helps my brain.
0: Yeah, if you could take that time and it's productive, great. If it if it becomes work, I think a lot of people psych themselves out because they get all these. systems No, you have and to tools. do what works
1: for you. Like yeah. if, it, if for me, like to see my blog posts going live in blue, like I that's what I like, and then I like my workouts in yellow, and then I like my beauty in pink. Like I like to see it on my calendar. Like I
0: that. want to know what kind of psychopaths aren't working off Google Docs and Google Drive. That, to me, is insane. Me. <laughs> and Box, who the fuck is using Box to get rid of Box? Oh, you Not think? Not Dropbox, Box. Oh, I was
3: going to say, I use Dropbox. Dropbox. I Dropbox love Dropbox. Box
0: is a, is a mess. Okay. Um, but Google Drive is the best because you get your sheets, you get your, your spreadsheets, you can put yeah. files
1: in there. I'm sure. really psycho about my nighttime routine. Do you have any th- routines or things that you do before you go to bed to set you up for a successful day?
3: Yeah. So I always like to try to get my inbox to a zero. I mean- It's hard, but I really, really try. And then I make, I sit at my desk and I write down my to-dos for the next morning, just so I know. And I only put, I don't ever put more than 10 things, which is something I know you guys have talked about. I don't, I want to overwhelm myself. And I know if there's more than 10 things, I'm not going to get to it. So like seven or eight things. um, And I categorize it by like personal to-dos, work stuff, and then errands I need to run. So I do that. And then I like to go out and enjoy. I mean, I live in New York, so it's like I'll have drinks, dinner. And then when I come home, I always take my makeup off. I use simple skincare wipes. Those things are amazing. They're all natural. Um, and then I Fitner's Daughter Serum and then my silk eye mask and I'm out. I don't like to listen to like TV or music or noise canceling machine or anything like that. When, when you I go, sleep.
1: go to sleep, do you, are you doing your meditation too?
3: I meditate usually around like 3 or 4 p.m. So I do it when I wake up in the morning and then like later in the afternoon for that second boost. But it gives you so much energy. You don't want to do it too close to bedtime. Otherwise, like, you won't be able to go to sleep. But it helps you sleep better.
1: The, you know who else does this this um, tactic that you do is um, Michelle, the editor of Cosmo. Okay. She does. She does. I would always be like, how do you do that in the middle of the day? But she said it gave her an energy boost like you just it said. Does. And it's, it's almost like it's your coffee. I it's the same one you do. I'm yeah. interested
0: to learn how to do – like. I, I think that's what I, I want to do that too. I want to go and mm-hmm. see
3: this
1: coach. Yeah. You'll have to give I'd be a... interested in that. We're probably going to get app, asked where, you know? the, where, like, do you have information on this? Yeah. I feel like people are going to so ask So Ziva
3: us. Meditation, Z-I-V-A. And it's, she also does online and she comes to LA. So she runs her classes once a month in New York and it's a small group and you go and, you know, I think some people get a little bit turned off by the fee, but it, all meditation classes have a fee. You know, these people, it's, they take their time to do this. So um, you do, and you do it once and then you never have to do it again. And I just love it because I can do it anywhere. It's just that one word. And it's like, I don't need an app. I don't need music. I don't need anything else. And Ray Dalio is
1: one of the most, is that his last name, honey? Mm-hmm. One of the most successful people in the world. And he's he swears by meditating twice a day. He
3: swears mm-hmm. by it. Oprah does this kind like, Jenna Tatum, like a lot of the top CEOs, it's. I think we it, should it's take. It's great. That I think we should you know do what it.
0: I've learned, like you know, you start and then you start doing the apps, but then you, I think after a certain time you outgrow the apps. And like, okay, yeah, this is I've outgrown
1: helpful. the app. I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: So far, I mean, listen, it's a great place to start, whatever Headspace or the other Calm or whatever it is. But then I think you outgrow it. You're like, okay, what's a, a deeper way to do mm-hmm. this? That's I think where we're at.
1: So, what are some things that you do in New York for yourself? For instance, I am people think I'm psycho, but I like to get a facial if I can once a week. I do. You
3: turned me on to lymph facials. I thank you so much because I grind my teeth, so I hold a lot of tension in my face, and you know we're photographed all the time, and so I you can't look puffy, (laughs) you know you really can't, and also I don't want to have that tension in my jaw, and so. Once I started learning about lymph facial theory, I was like, wait, okay, I got to find a place in New York. So there's a place in New York that does it called Face Gym, and it's right in NoHo. It's down the street from my apartment. So I go probably every week, and if I can't go, then I get a girl to come to my place. I'll give you her name because next time you're in New York, she can come to your hotel room, and she comes over, and it's like 45 minutes, and they just massage your face, and they do gua sha, and it feels Heavenly, so that's like one of my self care rituals in here. Because in New York, you really do have to have a good set of self care rituals because it is a very stressful city to live in. I look fifty the...
1: percent uglier in New York. <laughs> if anyone that's sees me out in New York, I look fifty percent uglier because of the no. pollution and there's something about the weather there. I don't, I don't the know. The gloominess. Th- it's gray. It's. Whenever I take a selfie there, I'm like, we're also
3: drinking our way through the whole time. That's
1: true. It might be alcohol. That's true. And the
3: gluten. It's like carbs just puffy, you know. Yeah.
1: and here the light is just better. Well, when we
0: go over there, I mean, you know, because you've been out here. But when we go there, we're eating and drinking because we don't get it all the time. Course, right? So, like, There's lunches, there's dinners. You Try know.
3: living there. 20, I'm like, oh, gosh, it's been since I moved back. It's literally been just martinis. I'm <laughs> and ready to and go.
1: Pasta. At least you get your steps in, though. Let's get
3: the hell out <laughs> so of here. LA, it's been the real. The thing is, that's crazy is I lo- I've lost weight since moving back to New York, because I'm just happier. I'm walking. And it's that very kind of almost more of a European lifestyle where you're like having a later dinner, but you're slowly enjoying it. I really think that there's something to that, being relaxed when you're eating. A hundred percent.
1: I've been putting my phone down every time I eat now, and it helps so much with cortisol. I want to talk about your Instagram. I know how much work goes into your Instagram. It's like, I mean, I think I know. It looks like it looks, it's not just something that you just effortlessly wake up with it like that. Is there any tips or tricks that you can tell someone? I mean, everyone wants to know, like the filters, like what are you doing to curate this beautiful Instagram page?
3: Well, you have a beautiful Instagram, first of all. You do a way better job
1: curating. I'm, I'm not as told, I just I just admitted to Michael that I dyed his blazer navy to fit my feed the other day. Oh, no, you so didn't black. need to
0: admit it to me. I looked, I'm like, what the fuck? I don't have that jacket. No That's
1: one a- cares as long as it fits my feet Go on. It
3: does. That is oh, amazing. People are like, where do you get
0: the jacket? I'm like, this jacket does not exist. I'm that is amazing. It, but it's not that blue. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs>
3: You know, it's been funny over the years. I have really transitioned to doing half iPhone and half professional. And I think um, I enjoy sharing my life and whether that be casual or if I'm at an event, more dressed up, I like sharing all of the moments. So I don't care about a curated feed anymore. And it's kind of nice. It's just taken the pressure off a little bit. And yeah, it is harder to grow on Instagram. But again, I'm just like... I know that I'm putting out great content and I still, I maintain my blog, you know, I write three times a week. So I direct like a lot of people to my blog. So I see, I see people, I see Instagram as like a fun way to share everyday real moments and then also direct people to my website, which has a lot more information and a lot, I love to write. So it's got juicier stuff on there. But um, yeah, I just, you know, I think, I mean, I use Visco to edit I do, if it's a professional photo I edit in Lightroom, I save it on Dropbox and then I download it to my phone and then I'll post it. But I'm not as regimented as like other people are, I think about like posting. I most of the people that
0: complain about instagram and the and engagement is people that have put all of their eggs in that basket like for you it's smart that you have your blog and that's where you yeah, put a lot of Yeah, she's always
1: been really good about that well, because
0: i mean you see what happens with instagram if it slows down or they change or facebook 100%. decides that then you're fucked right like yeah you don't have any control with you you have your full control of your
3: website
1: do you have strategy when it comes to distribution of content
3: well i mean all of my juicy posts again like outfit posts if i do something about wellness it's it's on the the blog. Um, And every morning when a post does go up, I pin everything to Pinterest, like all the photos to Pinterest. So I think people underestimate Pinterest. Pinterest is my number one source of traffic to my website. Um, It is the number two search engine. So it's incredible. It's been a great tool for me to grow. And then I'll share it to Instagram on stories, like swipe up, um, check this out. So the swipe up has been great on stories for directing traffic to the blog. Um, and I try to utilize that. I love this. If my
0: sister's listening about the Pinterest thing, she's probably sitting there jumping up and down clapping her hands. She loves Pinterest.
3: Yeah. Jordan's very
1: into SEO. If you guys need SEO, she does mine. Yes. She's at the influencer SEO and, um, she's very, very good at it. So go check out her Instagram. You'll see all the stuff on there. Um, is there any tips or tricks that you would give someone who's starting out in this
3: space right now, how to stand out? I get this question a lot and I think it's, don't be afraid to be yourself and don't be intimidated that there's so many other people out there because everyone's voice is unique and everything, everyone has something to say. And so if you're truly passionate, just start writing. You know, I think people overthink before they're going to start a business or they're going to start a blog or start their Instagram. And it's like, just start, you know, you, you're, you, you and I both, we look back on our posts from eight years ago and I'm like, ooh, that outfit was kind of ugly. But I loved it in the moment and it it's helped me get to where I am. It's like a stepping stone. So I think um, just not being so critical of yourself and just really staying true to your voice and your content and putting it out there.
0: I'm hoping that people are going to start listening to that more because it's true. It's 100% true. And nothing ever starts perfect. And and when you do do something, it's probably not going to be what you envision Your head is going to change. I mean, the landscape changes all the time.
3: 100%. But when you
0: started your blog, you probably didn't realize Instagram was going to be such a big thing. It didn't even no. exist. It
3: was, I think it was three years. Cause yeah, it was an end of 2010 going into 2011. So Instagram wasn't around. Um, and I, my mom and sister were the only people reading my blog at the time. And I didn't care cause it was just for me, you know, and then when people started to read it, um, I think that's what happens. You can kind of try to curate yourself into like what you think other people will want. And I think in order to stay relevant, you just have to like keep going with what you believe yeah. is relevant. You're
1: not going to be for everyone. No one is. Yeah. I mean, I think the second that that sort of correlates in your brain, you're like fine with going on your own trajectory. Um, so what is sort of next for you? Are, are you working on like product? What can? How are you scaling your business right now?
0: Before we get into that, let's talk about our hot summer bod. Everybody's got a hot summer bod right now. We are in the thick of it. Summer, it's here. It's been here. It's hot as hell outside. Busy days, though, they're upon us. And we don't want to take those busy days and turn them into days where we miss hitting the gym. That's why we love the Peloton Tread. Guys, we have talked about this tread for a long time.
1: So what is the Peloton Tread? The New York Times says the Peloton Tread is like having a personal trainer come to your house whenever you'd like. Now, This is saving time, which you know I'm very much about. So the Peloton Tread has innovative hardware. It has live motivation, so you can be be all competitive if you want. There's like live performance metrics, like speed, incline, and mileage. They also have performance metrics and workout history, so you have everything all in one spot. If you're like me, this is all your OCD dreams. And you can work out with actual instructors. So you can work up a sweat with world-class instructors who are running, walking, stretching, or lifting right by your I definitely am a huge fan of the walking. You know, I love to walk and return emails at the same time. It's in real time and crazy effective. You also get variety. So you're not repeating the same workout over and over. I know for me, my body gets used to a workout. And I don't see as many changes. So I like to mix it up. And this is a great way to do that while saving time.
0: All right, guys, discover the immersive and challenging total body training you can get from the Peloton Tread. Peloton is offering listeners a limited time offer. Go to OnePeloton.com. Use the code SKINNY to get $100 off accessories with the purchase of a tread. That's OnePeloton.com. And use the code SKINNY to get $100 off accessories with the purchase of a tread. Enjoy. Get that workout in. Keep that summer bod on fleek. Here we go. Tread it up
3: let's get back into the show. So my first job in New York was actually working for a small jewelry company. And I saw the ins and outs of how a product-based business works. It is a lot of work, yeah. overhead, trade shows. If something doesn't sell, trying to you know get rid of it. If stones didn't come in from China, back ordered. I mean, there are a lot of logistics. So I've been very hesitant to put out products. And I love picking up and being able to work from anywhere. Like you guys can appreciate that. Um, I love having no overhead. So I've kept my business like very lean. And instead of like getting an office or building a big team, I've really like focused on the content for the blog. And now that I've developed such a strong like reader base, I would love to partner with like a major retailer to do maybe like a home decor line. Cause I do love sharing my home. And I notice people keep asking please give us more decor tips and content. So that could be down the line. But um, I really got into wellness living in LA and I actually healed my digestion. I had all these horrible stomach issues that for years, no doctor- You told me this. You
1: have to speak on this.
3: Yeah. No doctor could for three years tell me what was wrong with me. And every day I would wake up with like shooting pain in my stomach. And I went to the top gastroenterologists in New York and naturopaths, nutritionists, and they had me doing this supplement, gluten-free, vegan, nothing worked. Finally, I decided I moved to LA. I, need, I was burnt out. I was burnt out from New York. I was burnt out from just working 24 seven. Then I just thought, okay, I need to be by the ocean and I need to like stop and pause. I need to kind of take a step back. Obviously I was still working, but I just kind of needed to get in touch with myself and I started like being more intuitive and I learned about a histamine intolerance, which is something when you already have kind of like low stomach acid, you're more prone to it. And it's like when you're allergic to, unfortunately, some foods that are really yummy and healthy, avocado, sauerkraut, like fermented foods, red wine, chocolate, fruits, nuts. So all these things that I was loading myself with to get healthier, thinking that they were so healthy for me, Actually, it was causing severe inflammation in my stomach. So once I eliminated all those foods, like the acai bowls and all the trendy smoothie things that I was doing, I felt like myself again in three days. So
1: what what are you eating now that's different than what you were eating?
3: So I just, I just don't eat avocado. I just don't eat fruit. Um, I don't drink red wine. I, I have a little chocolate here and there because now it's been a year. So I've really like healed my gut again. Um, but I've just, I mean, it's like a, it's a game changer. You told
1: me about Clonix. Yeah. T- that's, that was, yes. a, that was why I got my first clonic because of you.
3: Yeah. And it's funny how something, <laughs> <laughs> what <do you> know? <laughs> they're, you they're amazing. Did, I'm a believer. It's funny how some, when you go through something like that, I was searching for all options to feel better. And now looking back, it's such a blessing because I got so in touch with myself yeah. that I know exactly you know what, that food didn't make me feel good or that situation didn't make me feel good. I looked at everything that it could be. I was like, is it energy? Am I hanging around with like toxic people that are giving me stomach pains all the time? I literally went and really got into like meditation. That's what inspired me to get into meditation, colonics, um, intuitive eating, all of that stuff. So it was a blessing in disguise, I healed myself. LA was great. And then I moved back to New York. And so during that time in LA though, I wrote um, a self-care book. So that'll be out in 2021. Oh, I was like, I don't know, twenty twenty one. I know it'll okay. be out in 2021. So it's, it's coming. Um, but it's kind of funny because people are like, oh, you're so, you're more of a lifestyle blogger, fashion. Whoa, you're getting into wellness. And, but when I started sharing all these recipes or just little tips on Insta stories, I noticed that that was my most popular content. And when I started kind of opening up about my journey and self-care and just breakups and all the more real stuff on my blog, those posts were doing a million times better than the fashion. Shocking,
0: posts. huh?
3: Right? No, it's, so, it's,
0: it's, it's funny because the things you want to like guard against the most are yeah, the things that people connect was, with the most. I was
3: so scared and embarrassed to talk about like my des- digestion issues and I thought no one would care. And everyone came to me and was like, oh my gosh, I'm going through the same thing. Or I have a histamine intolerance too. Or you helped me get into meditation. You helped me get over my breakup. And so that's been a really cool journey. And I'm excited to branch into that and see where that kind of takes me with the self-care wellness world.
1: And by the way, I'm so sick of people pigeonholing people. Like, For instance, I always use Gary Vee as an example because he was the wine guy for so long. And now when you think about him, you do not think about wine. Mm -hmm. He's someone that, yes, he started with wine, but there's more to a person than just what like one word. Like there's like there's more to you than just fashion. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you're listening and you're out there, I think it's good to start and zone in on one thing and become really fucking good at it and be like make that your brand. But then As you introduce all the characters and everything into your life, it's important to also be able to pivot and not feel like you're like you're in this little bubble and you can't pivot because you've pigeonholed yourself into one category. Like, I think that's cool that you're talking about all different things. You don't need if you want to talk about all those things, you totally can't
0: blame a lot of the state of the Internet for why people do that, too. Right. They think. There's a lot of people that go on and they say, I'm an expert. I'm a financial coach. I'm a, I'm a podcast coach, whatever the fuck coach they're kind of, you see them, 20-year-old life coach, whatever they are, you know? And so they yeah. think like everybody's out there and they need this permission, like they need to have some crazy accomplishment to start talking on a subject. Mm-hmm. But that's true if you're going to position yourself and try to monetize and try to put yourself as like, I, this, I'm an authority here. But if you just document what you're doing like you did and you just say, hey, this is the issue I'm going through personally take what you want out of this content or leave what you want. Yeah. That everybody's always going to connect to that. It's, 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 you don't have to have permission and be some kind of expert to talk about your journey. Look at
1: Ariana Grande. She started on like, (laughs) like a Disney channel show. And now she's the huge singer.
3: I think it's, it's like, don't be afraid to evolve. And, you know, the first time I was about to hit publish on that like a more wellness themed blog post, I was so afraid. I remember being like, people are gonna think this is coming out of nowhere. They're probably gonna hate it and they're just gonna want me to keep posting cute outfits. But I felt I was after, you know, doing it for five years, um, I was feeling pigeonholed and I was feeling bored. I was in a creative rut too. And I thought, I need I wanna contribute more to the space and I have more to say than just posting pretty outfits. So Doing that, I think this was back in 2017, kind of opening up about, I did a wellness Wednesday series. It was a huge risk for me and I was so scared, but I'm so glad I did it because I feel so much more connected to my readers, to my work. I feel more fulfilled as a person. Um, So yeah, I would say absolutely hone in on something to begin with, but then don't be afraid to branch out. And because you never know what it is that people will connect with. That's the problem with defining
0: yourself right like people that like you have like you have to define yourself as something that's why i always get uncomfortable with, the, with when people say like what are you what do mm-hmm. you do it's like i don't want to i don't want to just say i'm no no i just
3: say entrepreneur yeah cuz you broad. can be be proud of being like a jack of all trades be proud of having so many different interests
1: um, I think that that is very, very good advice. It's like Michael and I always say evolve before the audience evolves. Like make sure you're, you're pivoting and not just st- stuck in one place and stuck in the mud. What 100%. is a book, a podcast, a resource that you can recommend
3: to our audience that's made a big difference in your life? Oh my goodness. I just read Personality Plus Mm. It's this book about the four different personality types, and it just helps you understand. What? You have to tell us that. <laughs> well, I know what I am. I'm a powerful choleric, okay. which is like a natural born leader, and I'm very particular, <laughs> which is no surprise. Um, there's like perfect melancholy. I can't remember the two other They're kind of funky, funky lingo, but you you need to read it. It's okay. really really good, and it just helps you better understand others, why they are the way they are. communicating with people. And, you know, a huge part of our job is reaching and communicating to people. So it helps to understand why, what makes other people the way they are. And it makes it like, oh, you didn't take it personally that they were quiet when you talked about this, like some personalities are just less vocal or less good at communication. So that was a really, really good one, obviously this podcast. And then I love, I'm Hillary Kerr's, the Second Life podcast. It's a really good it's one. It's kind of
0: like that book. It, it kind of it makes you wonder, like, what makes someone tick that would bring a, a bucket full of curry into a small room <laughs> with people while they're podcasting. Yeah,
1: thank you so much like, for, what, Kat, for Kat like, for being what, here with all five of us. What kind Me, of personality Michael, would that Michael, Taylor, his curry, like, uh, whatever the fuck like, else. what makes
0: someone it? like that tick? Like, what kind of pers- what happens in someone's life? What personality it's okay
1: bring... trait is someone that eats curry during a podcast in a room that is one inch?
0: <laughs> yeah. You never know. Something happens. There's some there's trauma. There's definitely childhood trauma. A pimp yourself out.
1: What's your Instagram handle, your blog? When is your book gonna come out? Pimp everything. You said 2021? Yes. On Amazon?
3: Yes. Okay. Um with cat.com cat with a K at cat tanita T-A-N-I-T-A Instagram. And then um my um so with love from Kat, well, sorry. No, <laughs> I just, Okay, so at Kat Tanita, K-A-T-T-A-N-I-T-A is my Instagram. My blog is withlovefromcat.com and the book will be out in 2021. I
1: love it. And I'm actually going to just say this on air. I think that we should do a blog swap when this comes out and you come on my blog and do your top five wellness tips. I would love that. Guess what
3: you can talk about whatever the fuck you want. You Remember (laughs) you had me on your blog like seven years ago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I loved when you did those features. I, I so still cool. do them.
1: But now they're more like we do like a swap or we'll do like more niche down content because it was yeah. so broad. And so now come back on and do your top five wellness posts. I would love that. I'll give my top wellness tips. And one of them is not to eat curry.
2: <laughs> that's a
0: big Do you have
1: anything else to say or is your mouth full?
2: That's how I intermittent fast. I wait all day and then I chow down on some curry. Ooh,
1: uh, thank you. <laughs>
0: Can we air this room out before the next interview? You <laughs> know That's a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you. Get
0: the studio open. Thank you,
1: guys. Hey, hey, hey. The Primal Kitchen giveaway winners were announced on my Instagram story. We picked three of you. But we're going to do another giveaway. If you want to win some pink, sparkly TSC swag, I'll make it a surprise, okay? Uh, Tell us your favorite part of this episode with Kat on my latest Instagram at the Skinny Confidential. Maybe tag a friend to listen and be sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast takes five seconds and we'll see you guys on Friday. We have a fun, interesting artist coming on. So stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Ritual. You guys know I'm a human guinea pig and I'm still here taking Ritual and loving it. Okay. It's filled with iron, vitamin E, magnesium, folate, and omega-3 kind of everything. It's made in the USA without synthetic fillers. 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis. So Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients women lack most. Go to ritual.com slash skinny today to choose clean ingredients backed by science. Sign up now at ritual.com slash skinny.